Welcome, everyone, to the Let's Talk ICT podcast. Today is an exciting day for me. We have an excellent project. We have a cool project. Uh, it's the Island Collective. The Island Collective is a VR multiplayer experience powered by uh, Internet Computer Blockchain and Oxford Digital Lab. We have today the two co-founders. I'm so excited to talk with you today. Will and Magic, thank you so much for being with us today. Hi there, nice to see you. Thanks for having us on. Yeah, well, thank you guys. Uh, it's it's really a pleasure to be here. Thanks, uh, Javier, for inviting us and we are uh, looking uh, forward to answer questions and have an open discussion and just, just kind of uh, chat stuff about uh, what, we, what we've achieved and what, what, uh, what's the future. Amazing, cool. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, thank you. Um, yes, my first question is more related with you. How did you meet? Uh, you you have a, a very good team. Uh, if you before of the project was friends, or how do you also how did you decide to uh, undertake in this adventure in VR uh, industry that is pretty complex? And 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 also yeah, please introduce also yourselves, please. Um, yeah, so I, I I'm Will. Uh, I'm I'm kind of leading the 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 coding side of things uh, for for the project. Um, yeah, well, uh, what can I say? We've known each other a long time now, huh? Uh, it's it's yeah. been, uh, I think, about eleven years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, we we started working together a long time back um, at an engineering company, um, and then yeah, we became friends. Uh, yeah, we worked there together like uh, oh, I don't know how long, like a few years, three or four years, um, and then actually we became housemates a little while later. So we even we lived together for a few years. And uh, and it was from uh, that that um, kind of uh, we used to call it the research facility. Uh, <laughs> it was from that from that place that we we decided to to start a company uh, and to get into this into this field. Yeah, and one of the kind of major uh, uh, pushes. So because uh, that was like a kind of a middle of pandemic and middle of lockdown when uh, we decided to uh, doing VR on on uh, on web. Uh, so yeah, that's 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 been um, <laughs> time time. Nice. Yeah, when you when you're trapped inside a house and then you realize you have all the tools to go and make infinite virtual worlds, it becomes even more tempting than it is normally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is that that's, yeah, that's... you know there was so much panic uh, uh, during the first lockdown that we were like, oh wow, what are we gonna do? Are we are we gonna still go to office? Is it gonna uh, are we going to stay at home now forever, or how how is it going to play out? We need to we need to find a solution for people to communicate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. Like be like a, a at least like oh we are so professional. We have our office or whatever, right? You are that that's cool because you are friends. You are roommates or before yeah. your partners is like a yeah is is the best connection or, or the best partner if you are friends before roommates go to drink beers, go to hang out, whatever it's, it's exactly, exactly. Yeah, this, yeah. this is pretty cool. This is amazing. And what about your, your, your backgrounds? Uh, what did you, what did you study before uh, you, you, you uh, were from, from UK? I, I, from you? So, so I actually study, uh, chemical engineering and then I was working in the hardware industry, um, uh, mostly in, uh, in, in, uh, VR hardware. I was working for a company that uh, was trying to develop a new kind of optical system for the virtual reality. That was like 
eight years ago. And then uh, by the time I kind of get, uh, 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 I fall in love in VR and I, I, and I kind of learn how to make my own content for VR and that's how, how it started my interest in, in this, this space. Mm -hmm. How about you, Will? Um, so I also came from natural science. I'm a physicist by trade. Uh, I started uh, there. I did a few other things, um, uh, traveled around the world a little bit, um, and then came to work with Magic at this engineering firm. Uh, yeah, we were doing kind of, I was working as an optical engineer there, um, and, and I, I was teaching myself to, to write code while I was there. Uh, and then um, from that, I, I started, a, I'm now finishing a, a PhD in uh, augmented reality, in fact. So I, I kind of, I came to VR through AR, which is unusual. Uh, I don't think many people sort of take that route. Um, yeah, I think AR has a bunch of challenges. I think VR is a lot more ready. It is ready for people to to really get hold of. And and so, yeah, we just, um, we kind of uh, found a kind of common interest uh, in this in this space. Um, yeah, and, and it came from that. Nice. And wh why VR? Currently, VR is a very new and disruptive concept. Same as AI, maybe it's more accessible, as you mentioned before. Uh, many companies are investing on, on VR. Uh, tell us yeah, about the virtual reality industry and, and what is the relation with the blockchain world? Why do you think this type of business uh, could use VR and, and how connect blockchain and, and VR is a, is a, you think it's a, like a niche? And yeah, it's may, maybe a lot of questions in one question. <laughs> <laughs> So generical, but my, my point of view here is uh, why did you choose VR? You explained it as well before, but um, how connect VR to blockchain is better just to like do something on, on virtual reality? Mm. Um, I guess for me, it's really, um, it's the experience of it. I think I, I've, I've always had a, an interest working with computers. I've always had an aptitude for, for doing technical things. But then the first time you actually put on a VR headset and, and you have an experience there, uh, you interact with someone else or some, some uh, object in the space or the environment, and it, it's different. It's, something changes about that. It's not just, uh, you're not just interacting with information anymore. There's something more like visceral that comes out. You, you, you actually feel it. I, I was saying to someone the other day, like, the first time you, you high-five someone in VR is a really weird experience. <laughs> because your brain just believes everything is happening. You know, you know that it's a simulation, you know that there's like, it's all digital, but some part of your brain, possibly, I don't know, quite an important part, like really believes that you're just there. And, and it's waiting for your, for your hand to feel that contact. And, and I think that for me, that's, that's really powerful. And that's, it's like, it affects the whole experiential layer of what you're what you're doing. It's not just about data or numbers or algorithms anymore. It's something, yeah, something that really goes in. Mm -hmm. Because I, uh, I think that uh, VR is kind of like a next generation of uh, the way how we interact with data and with technology. Because at the moment we usually interacting with the flat screen on on, on a computer, or we interacting with the flat screen on the phone. And obviously the, the immersiveness is, is a little bit limited because everything is flat and you just kind of press the buttons. However, in VR, you have one extra dimension, the third dimension that gives you uh, lots of more possibilities, like handling objects actually 
actively um, experiencing the space rather than just looking at the flat flat screen. So, so, I, so, yeah. so much more powerful. And and obviously the 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 um, how you can use VR in different industries also literally unlimited because you can use it for training, for gaming, for and for entertaining. Uh, for some for some other stuff. <laughs> yeah, I mean, anywhere where your where the experience matters, where where some where if you if being in that space actually has an impact on what you do, it's not for everything, of course. Like you know, some things are actually better done on on two D screens. But if you're yeah, if you're learning to do a task, like if you're learning how to like um, I don't know, like um, operate a machine or some or operate exactly. a coffee machine or something like even something simple like that, you can just kind of train yourself in five minutes. Uh, and I think what people are understanding now a little bit is that we we also kind of remember things with our body. So when you actually go through the steps and you move your hands around and then you walk around to the side and then you pull another lever and then you go back and press the other button, that memory sits in your body a little bit. And if you've done that, if you've just kind of gone through it kind of uh, on on paper or just kind yeah. of walked through it in a kind of flat simulation, you don't ever have that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're not going to remember everything from the paper. You're going to remember more from like a three-dimensional training or some kind of simulation. That's that's that, that that's been already proved, I, yeah. I, I guess, in, many, in 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 many studies. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, as you mentioned like operator machine or something like yeah. that. Even for pilots or, or... Big, it's big. Yeah, it's already exists. It's big. It's it's yeah. Exactly. It's, yeah. Gardeners even right like yeah. whatever whatever yeah. industry. Yeah, yeah. Up, yeah. Up. Because, yeah, because you can imagine as a pilot, you can you can go to the VR simulator, you can crash the plane hundreds of times. You know, in, in the real life, you don't have that uh, possibility. Yeah, no, no. no. I actually, I had a chance to go on a on a flight simulator. Uh, I was working uh, up for doing a little project in in Norway. Uh, and actually got to sit inside one of these uh, proper simulators with the screens all around the room. So it's kind of like a, a real world VR if you want. Um, and yeah, it's really powerful. When you, when, you, when you pull back on the on the flight stick and then it actually has the right kind of responsiveness of the plane, like it's, it's beautiful. Mm -hmm. And con connected with blockchain, maybe metaverse is the, the easiest way, right? Or the best way to connect VR with blockchain, right? Through metaverse. Because uh, we, we, we have seen different metaverse. For example, in ICP, we have the, the Shiku, right? Shiku metaverse. But uh, it's a good experience. But if you add VR to this experience and you can go to the metaverse world and, and see different things, it's, it's, it's really cool. And this is that you are working, right? On is in, Instead of like a planet or instead of like a city, it's like an island, right? And this mm -hmm. is something really, really cool. Um, yeah, my, my next question is about exactly blockchain. Hmm. Why you decided to deploy uh, Island Collective in, in running on, on Internet Computer Protocol? How you meet Internet Computer? If you do like a list, if you made a list, okay, this is Solana, Ethereum, ICP, whatever, and then you decided to, to work on ICP. How it was exactly your, your connection and how you meet Internet Computer Protocol and the advantages? The, the advantages compared with other blockchains in terms of VR, because of maybe DeFi or maybe um, social media for internet computer have other different um, advantages. But in terms of VR, why is you did choose ICP? 
I mean, for me, it's a pretty easy one. I mean, there isn't there isn't another blockchain that even comes close to being able to do what the ICP can do. I mean, if you most uh, most blockchains that exist today exist uh, for kind of um, kind of like DeFi functions. So the uh, and a lot of experiences and software that runs um, that is, as they say, powered by the the blockchain. You know, you're using traditional servers, but then you go to the blockchain for your transactions to make sure that they're secure. And then you come back to your regular kind of server based architecture. And, you know, if you what what you're thinking about there on, on something like Ethereum or or, um, or something like that, then the, the transaction has to be relatively small because uh, as soon as the, the amount of data that's going through the blockchain starts to get bigger, the cost gets crazy. So we're talking about holding something like, let's say, 50 megabytes of data um, on, on the blockchain. And it's completely on the blockchain. And if you wanted to host 50 megabytes of data on Ethereum, the gas fees would be huge. We're talking um, thousands, maybe even tens of thousands of dollars um, to, to, to keep 50 megabytes of data um, and that's and that's pretty lightweight you know we've got a we've got 50 megabytes and that's an entire vr experience um and if you wanted to really start making these things more complicated you're looking at maybe even 100 megabytes so the cost is just prohibitive and um i the internet computer is just it's more than just uh just a, a transaction network it's actually a, a physical server network it's a it's a world computer so it has the possibility to to host entire bits of software in this distributed server network, and that that's just a completely different game to 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 basically every other blockchain. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so basically, ICP has the only uh, architecture that this sort of uh, stuff is possible uh, to make on top of it. Um, and also there is a factor of uh, self-hosting on ICP because people can actually create their, their own canisters from ICP. And then once they uh, create a canister, they fully own the canister and no one is really uh, can influence uh, what this person can do on this canister or it's very limited. So the, the, the kind of ownership goes to the, and responsibility as well. Uh, uh comes to the uh, owner of the canister so in that way there is a possibility potential possibility in the future that people can uh, have their own canisters with their own spaces and we can kind of visit each other between between those canisters and in that way uh, that kind of became um, like a fully decentralized uh, community-owned metaverse where people actually own the piece of code and the the, the canister with the code rather than just going to the, I don't know, sandbox or some other metaverse, you log in, you have your house, but really that house is stored on someone else's server that you have no uh, access and you can't really uh, customize things while using our sort of uh, our framework and using the, 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 the internet computer infrastructure that's uh, possible. Mm -hmm. Also yeah. related this, uh, the thing that you are mentioned, about the horizontal scalability, right? In terms of subnets and, and mm. canisters, if you are growing and you create more islands or, or you need more um, data or whatever, you can 
uh, scalate horizontal like infinite, right? We can create more subnets, more 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 canisters, more smart contracts uh, in an easy way uh, with no cost or minimum cost. Uh, for sure, it's like gas fee reverse gas fee model. You have to pay something mm -hmm. like cycles to, to deploy more 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 canisters, but uh, it's not it's limitless, right? You, you can create whatever and you can build your island more islands or more whatever. And this is something pretty cool for sure. I think it's amazing. Yeah, it's incredible yeah. that that they've managed to solve this uh, scalability issue. It's yeah. um, I can't pretend to understand every detail about how that works, but it's uh, it's spectacular. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree totally. And okay, focusing more on uh, the island uh, collective. What is exactly this uh, this world? How did you elaborate the idea uh, to build the island collective? Um, I'm, I'm here curious about the process, right? The, the whole process from the scratch. What was the, the idea and how you start to deploy it and, and until now, right? Until the official release that was uh, exactly a week ago, I think so. Mm -hmm. um, yep. I think it's a good timing now to uh, go back and do like a summary, right? From <laughs> the journey, uh, from the beginning to now, yeah. Yeah, let's see. I don't know, I, I guess I, I started looking into WebXR, which is the kind of uh, the name of the framework, the kind of technical framework that that's kind of moving around here. I was looking at WebXR um, a few years ago uh, and just starting to kind of play around with some of those tools. Um, as I said, I was working a little bit on augmented reality and that was all in apps. And then I became aware of this kind of web-based standard um, started playing around with it, um, using Unity game engine to, to do that stuff. And then, um, yeah, that, that was growing and getting some, some popularity and yeah, I kind of started learning more. And then, um, I guess it, it was a, there's a little bit of serendipity there. Like it's, um, WebXI in Unity is built around a WebAssembly system that's the the file type is is a web assembly and then when we we learned about um the internet computer then uh we noticed that oh that's also you know the canisters they work with a web assembly uh, and we thought oh you know i wonder i wonder if those two things are going to go together and uh yeah and, and they do they fit really well why an island uh what was the idea to create like a uh, island collective and not like a planet or a streets or, or whatever right i'm curious more uh, I, I think it's kind of coming uh, coming back to this idea like uh, um, you have uh, canisters and the canister uh, architecture of the internet computer kind of represents the island uh, for me uh, and also uh, well so 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 that's one reason and the second reason is i guess because uh, well we were in the there was still a little bit of lockdown and a little bit of pandemic, so we were kind of uh, really uh, looking forward to maybe go to some kind of hot country for a holiday or something, and that couldn't <laughs> happen. So we were like, ah, oh, we want to have our own uh, beach uh, online so we can access it uh, anytime and just have some fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. So, I mean, the, the island comes from that, exactly, uh, what Magic said. Um, and then there's kind of a, a contrast there. So... You know, if each if each one of these canisters is like its own little ecosystem, right? And then 
but together they they form a kind of collective there, there's a common thing that they all share there's a common platform and i think that's a bit like people you know where each each one of us is like a little mini universe yeah. but we all share some kind of common ground you know we all like ultimately want the best for each other you know ignoring maybe one percent of the population um but uh you know that's there's there's something that connects us all together and I, on on the in web3 you can call that interoperability uh in the rest of the world we just call that friendship <laughs> i can say because i tried the 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 island collective the demo a month ago and that's that's uh i'm agree right once you submerge and enter into the 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 island you can listen the seagulls you can listen the the waves the sea you know and you you feel like oh i'm in the paradise now right <laughs> and this is the vision and i imagine you like for sure with the pandemic and all the tough moments in, in your house yeah. you know, at home like roommates and like that oh man i want to like travel to fiji or hawaii or something right <laughs> and yeah that's that's so funny that's so, so cool. <laughs> now like what is exactly what 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 can you do on the island uh, today? What do you expect for the island collective also? And, and, and um, to just start from the scratch, uh, is, I, I assume it's difficult to, to deploy things there. And, and I tried, like, I remember I played bowling and, and even I was like a DJ and listen music. But yeah, if you can uh, tell us a little bit more what, things, what cool things you, you can do now on, on the island collective. Uh, yeah, so uh, the island is, um, it was kind of the first space we created, um, but the kind of introduction to this, to this sort of experience. So it's really, it's about being there. It's about appreciating kind of like the, the immersive quality of it. Um, and then it also kind of introduces the, the multiplayer side. So um, you, you go in there, you connect to the beacon, and then you can see other people uh, walking about. And um, that's a fully like peer-to-peer -peer connection. So there's no there's no server in the middle. Um, we we always thought that was really important, you know, kind of keeping keeping the data privacy, data autonomy, that that kind of stuff. Um, so peer-to-peer -peer networks were kind of uh, the the right way to do that. Um, so that that was kind of our, our first milestone that we had, um, and all of this came from a Definity grant. Um, and and in the first milestone of that, that that was our kind of big push was the the, the multiplayer experience um, and then on top of that we added some kind of um, shared objects so you know stuff uh, that you can drop into the scene that um, that then people can throw throw around there's a basketball court in there um, so you know you can go, go and play together and so there, there's some data challenges you know kind of making that work in a smooth way peer-to-peer um, -peer networks sometimes can be a bit glitchy um, but um, Ah, it's the nature of it, you know. This is this bleeding edge technology. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was really just about the 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 core experience, really, just kind of being there. And like you said, you know, just just kicking back, listening to the waves, uh, maybe have a little bit of a dance, that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, that, that's yeah. It's kind of we 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 had in mind uh, uh, because uh, we've seen this uh, problem with other metaverses when uh, that that were kind of coming out like. Two years ago a year ago most of them were just kind of like about walking around and looking at things 
So we we wanted to kind of uh, extend this a little bit in VR and actually add lots of interaction with objects because we think like when you interact with object and you interact with this this object with another person that kind of uh, creates a special connection with you and and that person and in VR you can really feel it uh, yeah. when you play together like even if you just throw the ball to someone and someone will catch it and throw it back to you it's it's uh, uh, it feels <laughs> it feels really cool. So 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 that's why we we put focus on this interaction. We're trying to put focus on this interaction quite a lot too. So so objects are actually interactable and you can play with them nearly as much as you can play with objects in real life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean that that gets a little bit into the more kind of techy stuff, I suppose, um, which is like. Uh, you know, how do you, how does it feel natural? When you throw something, what does it feel like when you throw it? And um, I put a lot of time into kind of getting that physics right. You know, I'm, I come from that space. I really wanted the, the physics to be accurate. And and so uh, all of the calculations to make that work, you know, what is the angular drag of a beach ball? I didn't know that until I built the island. Now, now I know that, you know, the, uh, the drag changes, you know, like uh, in different situations. Uh, how does it change for a basketball or a bowling ball or something like that? So I, I tried to keep all of the physics nice and accurate. Um, of course, you don't have to, but um, but that kind of comes back to your other question, I guess, which is like, um, did we build it from scratch? I mean, yes and no. I mean, we kind of did. So a lot of the the, the interaction stuff, that, that's all really built from scratch. But of course, we're building on like other other tools you know we didn't make absolutely everything ourselves it's as i as i mentioned it's using a unity game engine um and then it's also using um a, a webxr uh, exporter from unity which was built by uh, a guy called de panther uh in in webxr it's it's a pretty well-known name and uh um uh, and yeah so it's we're building on top of other people's amazing tools uh, and we've put a few uh, in the basketball court. We've put a few of their names there that you can see, uh, and to give them a, a bit of credit for all of the things they did. Uh huh. Okay. Cool. Let's say like we combine different tools all together. We put on top of that our own de uh, development uh, expertise, and we kind of connect all those tools together to create uh, uh, the island. Yeah. 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 You mentioned Will a good point here. It's like a, the physics aspect, right? Um, because it's a super important element, right? Uh, if you want to create like an atmosphere, like a something like similar to real life, um, you need to control the space, time, and angles, and and everything. Mm -hmm. This process yeah, yeah. is behind the scenes when you like try the, the virtual reality and you enter into the island. Um, maybe people not realize how like what is the effort right behind all, all these things and physics here is like a really important for the virtual reality because you are trying to create the same atmosphere the same feelings the same touch on everything uh, compared with the reality right and yeah it's really hard job in fact because it requires uh, not only lots of coding but also lots of debugging testing and then going back through the same loop uh because ultimately we have to kind of both wear the headset and kind of like, oh, I'm going to throw the ball to Will. Will is going to catch it. He's going to throw it back to me. And then we have to kind of 
discuss oh is it is is this working well enough or 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 is there any kind of problems and then we have to iterate again and again so it's quite it's quite quite a complex uh, time consuming process i have to say uh, mm -hmm. but with the right amount of uh, motivation attitude and stuff we can we can make things happen <laughs> yeah it's a lot of try and error right and and try lots of try and error lots of failing lots of bugs lots of lots of errors and then Iterate again, 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 again until 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 actually things uh, works to the to the level that we are satisfied with. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, it's it's <laughs> it's it's uh, quite complex, but it's 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 also good fun uh, in some in 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 many ways because it gives you so much satisfaction once you once you solve all those all those problems and it finally works, then it feels 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 good. Yeah. 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 All that complex mathematical problem, right? Once you have the answer, it's like you feel like, come oh, on, let's yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, impossible. <laughs> yeah, turns out, it turns out quaternion mathematics is is really complicated. Um, when you want to calculate, like, uh, so if you're bowling, for example, and and you've probably felt this yourself, when you when you release the bowling ball, but you you give it a little bit of spin, you you want the ball to keep spinning in the same way, so you get a nice hook on it, you know, but. Uh, but that requires like four dimensional mathematics. And and I tell you, like my brain was melting by the time I got that right. <laughs> yeah, I know, but this is super <laughs> inspiring. And once you are there and you deploy all the things, you want to improve every single day, right? And you're maybe like a, be um, not paranoid, but you know, you all the time think on, okay, how I can like- do Yeah, it. like obsessed kind of, yeah. You dream yeah, it. yeah. Exactly. You know, the day you work in these type of projects and also like immerse in the virtual reality, you need to dream with, with this sometimes, maybe not every every night, but uh, <laughs> sure. no, I, I sometimes wake up, I have I have code problems that I need to solve. And then sometimes I wake up and I, I have the solution from a dream or something like that. Like it's uh it's my brain is still doing it even when I'm sleeping. Yeah, no, no, for sure. And you need to wake up and write whatever and oh I <laughs> Inspirational moments, right? And we don't know exactly when, which, when is this moment. Normally, is when you are asleep, right? It's like a lot of times you are asleep at four, five a.m. and you need to wake up and oh, I have this idea, I have this thing, and then maybe if you don't wake up after two or three hours, you forgot everything and, and oh, what what I thought before, what is my, you know, like yeah, I totally agree. And uh, <laughs> any new feature or any cool thing that any crazy thing that you are thinking to deploy for the uh, island collective as you mentioned like bowling basketball like a deck for a dj's music and is there anything that you have in mind now um loads of things yeah yeah we <laughs> we have the, the the issue is not the lack of ideas it's a lack of time um so uh I, something we've been talking about recently so um we set up uh so it's nice to be able to jump uh in vr and and in, on the island there's now if you uh if you're running around with the joysticks if you press the joysticks down you'll jump but if you're underwater when you do that uh you can swim so you can kind of you can jump, you can jump, jump, jump keep on jumping and you can shoot yourself out of the water like a some kind of like supercharged dolphin um yeah, so yeah. we've been thinking a lot about like, uh, and we both find this really, really fun. It's really entertaining, this kind of like projecting yourself. So 
there's a couple of ways we can go with that. Uh, jetpack, obviously. Um, so that's that's going to come soon. There's some some jetpack games, um, and then skydiving is also um, pretty intense, and that's that's pretty fun. So some possibly some kind of experience around skydiving. Wow, would be great. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a uh, water sports for virtual reality. Wow, it's amazing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ah, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, like. Like yeah, water skiing that could work really nicely. I can see that working. Some really sharks. Nice. I want to put some sharks into the island. Yeah. Just, just, you jump the shark. <laughs> nice. Um, okay. Yes. Also, you mentioned like the grants for the Definity. Also support you for for this project. Um, but you have another partner, or I'm not pretty sure what is uh, Oxford Digital Labs. Um, we know for sure Island Collective is running powered by Internet Computer. But what is exactly the role of Oxford, and if it's uh, in this equation, if it's also related with university? Because I know also that you made a, an event or a workshop there to explain uh, students how it works. Because also Dominic uh, Dieter Sommer, sorry, senior te technical program manager at the Definity Foundation, and also uh, some co-founders of OpenChat uh, were there as well. Um, but yeah, explain us what is exactly the the Oxford Lab and yeah. Uh, so uh, Oxford Digital Lab is um, is our startup that we started uh, during the pandemic 2020. Me, uh, me and Will. So, so actually the idea, we have this idea about the VR on web, but, we, but then we decided, oh, maybe it would be nice to kind of formalize uh, those ideas and actually create the entity, a company to uh, just to, to, to have this extra entity to try to make business with people. That was, that was kind of our, our, our thought by the time. And then uh, as a company, then we can approach investors and, 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 and other people. So that's, so it's basically Oxford Digital Lab is me and Will, and it's a small little game studio or whatever you call it, software, software provider. Uh, so that's, that's, that's why it says powered by Oxford Digital Lab. So it's powered by us. <laughs> nice. So that's, that's a kind of broader, yeah, kind of broader organization doing kind of various kind of um, VR immersive software stuff. And then um, the Island Collective is just like totally blockchain focused. It's just focused on the internet computer. Yeah. Yeah. What so Oxford Digital Lab is more like a team behind the Island Collective, I would say. Yeah. That is like Oxford Digital Lab. You made a, a, in Oxford University. Like... Ah, so, so, so there is no connection. There's no that, that, uh, direct connection with Oxford University. We, ju we just kind of uh, live in Oxford. Well, we'll Will is now living in Devon, uh, but he used to live in Oxford. I live in Oxford. Um, but uh, so this this is actually a funny story because uh, uh, we found out from the tweet. I found a tweet the other day. Hey, I was like, oh, there's a, a blockchain conference in Oxford in three days, and the guy from Definity is there, and uh, we don't know anything about it. How's how's that possible? So I sort of. Uh, uh, we quickly kind of researched that, that conference. I was like, oh, that's, that's, that's a great opportunity to, to go there because we are locals and uh, why not show up? And uh, so we went there and we met Dieter, uh, Dieter Sommer from, from uh, Internet Computer. We chat with him. 
Uh, we show him our demo. We, bro we, we brought the headset and we literally show him uh, on the corridor of the of, of the building. We show him the demo. He said, wow, it's so cool. And, uh, and he said, guys, uh, I love it. I love it. I'll give you uh, 15 minutes of my time on the stage and you can uh, present the project to the whole uh, mm -hmm. audience. And people absolutely love it. Uh, <laughs> we did like a live presentation. Uh, I was wearing the headset. Will was... Uh, explaining what's happening and everything was on a, like a big screen so people can uh, see me bowling i did a strike this is the first this strike clapping it was a good <laughs> show yeah <laughs> so that's, yeah so that's how the connection uh, with, the, with the oxford university works at the moment yeah uh, yeah i invite you uh maybe it's far because I, i'm in, in canada vancouver but i'm uh, doing a lot of events in UBC, VCIT, different universities here. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, maybe it's tough for you because you have to travel, but it's really uh, amazing experience, right? Uh, show this yeah. technology in universities and yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I would I would love to visit Vancouver. It's been on my list for quite some time, and um, yeah, I think uh, as things roll forwards, I, there's going to be a world tour at some point. There's definitely going to be some kind of like uh, globe-spanning uh, effort, so I think that's that's probably going to be there on the list. Yeah, somewhere in Canada. Great, great. Yeah, we, because also we are launch here in, in in yeah in a week or in two weeks uh, the ICP hub North America in oh. Vancouver, and yeah, just let me know. We can organize something cool in in UBC or other universities or do like a. And a, a more a big event and also here is a, a lot of uh, interest for the ai vr and all the new technologies uh, vancouver is a good experimental city and they are pretty innovative to to and super open-minded to do this uh, type of events for sure yeah nice um yeah also in terms of partners i know it's pretty like a earlier stages for you but icp is like a strong community icp have a, a lot of good projects uh are you thinking like uh, have some partners or, or invite other projects to participate in some way in in island collective in a, in this virtual reality experience and, and yeah it's, it's a, and also a good way to grow right and elevate even more the island collective uh do you think about that or is maybe now is not the time are you talking yeah more in the completely space? completely yeah yeah uh, i mean a lot of what we do um has been so so if i, if I go back and just one step i mean uh, we've been putting together these kind of this this system for creating these vr spaces uh on the blockchain uh, and one of the things we always thought about was making it uh the software should be working but it also needs to be modular and easy to use uh, when we want to make a new space or when somebody else wants to make a new space. So alongside releasing all of the demos that we did last week, um, the we also have a, a new announcement that goes with that, which is that um, the core technology here, though, so the core pipeline, so that's that's all of the the code that takes you from Unity all the way to the canister, um, that's what we're going to be open sourcing. Um, so we're going to make this completely free and available to to everybody. So we want uh, 
this to be really useful. So, uh, for example, the, all the physics system we talked about, uh, that's that's one of the modules in there. So anyone who wants to build uh, a VR system, they don't have to go through that process. That's just there. That's ready. That's waiting for them. And then they can have like a nice realistic or unrealistic physics simulation if they wanted. And so there's a few of these modules that we're putting together. And that's what we're going to release. Um, we see different ways. I mean, coming back to your question, so about collaborations, yeah, we we want to offer that to to everyone that's interested. Um, and how we do that, I guess, is different depending on who we talk to. So if it's like, uh, I don't know, some a community member, they just want to see their dreams come to life in VR. So we can help them kind of build build their own little personal space, and and they can invite their friends over. Uh, at the other end of the scale, it's like. Um, Maybe there's a business that wants to move into like a VR space and they want to start showing their products off. Uh, and that's a different kind of collaboration. Um, and so we want to make sure we can provide some services on that business end of things. And then in the middle, there's this collaborations with other people. So yeah, uh, anyone that wants, um, who has an interesting project and they want to add a kind of VR layer to that, then we're, we're ready to show them how to use this the, these tools. And and we want to help people to make it. We, we want to really kind of, uh, just kind of get this as as far and wide as possible. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's like a, a lot of business, right? And um, also real estate or also NFT collections, right? Like people can yeah. interact with VR with different artists or, or NFTs. So, yeah, there's a, a huge um, market there. And my question also is related with this one, the previous one, is more like what is the, the business model of um, island collective. No, I know it's it's pretty early for 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 now. But how are you planning to monetize the island in the future? Or this is just like a project, like a, for a hobby? Or I assume that you trying to get you know like um, business or something for that, right? Mm -hmm. uh, you planning like how you are going to like have revenues with uh, maybe like uh, advertisement, maybe like an entry fee. For new companies or for uh, because now it's free but maybe in the future not or yeah, what is your your thing your thoughts about the business model we we've talked a lot about this this is something that we we've been talking about really through the whole project um and there are certain principles that we have that we really want to stick to so we we know that if this technology is really going to take off it needs to be free and open source so this is this is uh, core, but that doesn't mean that there's not opportunities to make some money here. Yeah. So uh, we've been looking for ways where we can kind of balance these things. Um, and uh, I think we have now um, a pretty good way forward. So um, the our solution in the end is to um, is to kind of uh, disconnect a little bit the 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 community and the business side of things. Um, we kind of see. Um, those two different areas as having different needs. So uh, on the community side, people want to be like, uh, they want to be creative. They want to have like creative freedom over what they're making. And you don't want to give too many barriers to, to like financial barriers or other technical barriers to people doing that. So we want to keep that really open. Yeah. But then on the business side, people really, um, you know, you can't, this is a very flexible idea. And when you go to a business and you say, ah, oh, listen, we we can use this technology um there needs to be a lot more certainty for that business to say well we know that in there's going to be deliverables in the six months we can have this product running and so um 
we're gonna we're gonna take the, the enterprise side. So we're gonna we're gonna offer services to businesses. Uh, so we can either make spaces for them or we can offer some kind of consultation to help them get up to speed. Um, uh, and then uh, that's that's a fairly standard business model. You know, we've got some some B two B services that we can offer there. On the community side, yeah, we want to have a really low cost membership um, that gives people access to uh, additional features, um, extra tutorials, um, lots of learning materials, um, connection to a network that, of other builders and stuff like that. So we can we want to keep it cheap, um, and of course the, the the core technology is always free. So there's no requirement to pay anything. But if you want to connect and get more materials, then we're going to have, I think, a, a, like a subscription fee, like a an annual subscription for pretty low cost. Mm -hmm. No, have sense in terms of business for companies, also like uh, open source, like be totally free, but then have like a premium services. If someone wants to like dig more or, or have like extra services or extra things, like have like yeah. a... Yeah. Totally sense. Okay. Yeah. And what we wanted to avoid is sometimes these things get kind of mixed together. And then, you know, there's too many of the business interests get into the kind of community and it starts like closing off different like parts of it. Because you think about how you can monetize that and then the community kind of part can get smaller and smaller. And we don't want that to happen. We want to keep that open. Mm -hmm. So having that nice, clear distinction between what is for business and, and, and what is for community, I think is important. Mm -hmm. yeah. and what is the next uh i know you you mentioned about this not uh, lack of ideas it's more lack of time right uh, um what is your, your idea for for the island collective for the next three six months maybe a year in terms of create awareness spread the word i know you are doing like a not marketing campaign but you are participating in different talks different podcasts for sure like uh, start to uh, promote more uh, the Island Collective in, in the ICP community. But uh, to go further, to reach out my, like Web2 people, uh, also users outside the ICP ecosystem and get more traffic and more users. What is your, your idea about that um, for the future in terms of marketing or, or so um, the next step uh, for the Island Collective is to open source the uh, framework that we are preparing, because uh, our our really like our next short short term goal I would say it's we want as much uh, developers as possible to use our framework and create more and more canisters so the collective grows, mm -hmm. and for the near future I think this is this is this is this is like the main goal. Uh, so that's why we really want to make a proper effort to prepare this framework properly. Not only like, you know, send the link to the GitHub, oh, here is open source, you can, you can take it, but also provide the proper documentation and video tutorials so people can actually follow the process step-by-step step how to make those experiences rather than just releasing the link. So we want to do it properly so people can actually, uh, it will be easy fairly easy for them hopefully to to create such an experience mm -hmm. yeah, yeah and and talking to that um that's uh i guess one of the groups we're looking at is um the unity dev community there's a lot of people in the world using unity um to do different things and i think and there's a lot of tutorials for unity that already exist so that's that's quite an accessible thing at the moment so we really want to 
um, try and kind of uh, chat to a bunch of those people and, and get them involved. And also what is good, like uh, the the main tool for building those experiences, Unity, which is a really powerful, complex software, but it's for free. The The basic, well, the version is uh, the basic version is for free, but it can do the same things as the as the uh, full version, except you don't have like a watermark on your on on your game. But basically, it's very accessible because you don't need to spend money for the software. You just need to have a computer internet connection. You download the software to your computer as a developer. Let's say you are a developer from some rural China or Indonesia or something like that. You you have a computer. You have uh, internet. Uh, you can get the software for free. You can get our framework for free, and this this person can potentially uh, build uh, experience. It doesn't need to be some sort of fancy developer from uh, Europe or or anything like that. It's it's we want to make it sort of uh, the 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 entry level uh, keep it low. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Also, yeah, I'm agree. You have a unity that is so powerful. Uh, the community as well. Um, and also, yeah, you need uh, developers, right, to deploy things on, on the island. For sure, like, have not sense, do like marketing campaigns and a lot of things if no one, like, develop on, on the island, right? First, you need to create the core. You need, yeah. it's created already, but you need to expand more activities or things, and you need the, the developer help for that. And, and then you can organically, like, grow. Uh, by a step yeah but have sense for sure like don't be like a marketing campaigns or aggressive uh, things if now the the main focus or the short-term goal is uh grow the island and create more activities and more uh, developers involved on the island yeah mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. cool cool great uh i have just like a more one question more for you it's like funny questions. It's more related with the ICP community, more related with the, uh, yeah, like if you are uh, ICP passionate or not. <laughs> um, my first question is, if you are uh, eight years gang, if you stay- Oh yeah. ICPs, yeah? Of course, of course, of course. Ever since the very beginning of the Island Collective project, we, we put some ICP, we had the Island Treasury, um, and there's yeah. a neuron there uh, that currently has 50 ICP in it, uh -huh. um, and that's eight year locked. Nice, cool, yeah. Because I talk with other projects and they give me excuses. They, they told me like, no, uh, all the money I reinvest for the project, blah blah blah. <laughs> no, no, that have sense. But yeah, yeah, that's that's cool. Um, also, yeah, another question: uh, which dub you use uh, daily? Or at least in a daily basis, or 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 a more frequently. If it's any any dub, or maybe the not. most, quite a few. The most common is probably IC Dex. Uh huh. The the, the IC Lighthouse uh, uh, decentralized exchange. Yeah, yeah. Really, really nice. Very, very functional. Um, I've been trading a little bit of SNS one tokens on there. Oh, okay, okay. You use like for your personal, like for invest, not not related with the project, right? No, that's just a personal thing. Uh huh. Okay. You have CKBTCs? Or... Not yet. Not yet. Okay. The SNS, nice. <laughs> and you, Magic? So, um, so I'm I'm not using maybe any apps like every day, but I'm using a few apps uh, every 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 other day to kind of get updates on on a community. I use Discovery uh district 
And recently I found a new one that uh, I've been uh, recommended by someone. It's called M M Mora App. And you have kind of like a, you can have your own profile and you can monetize the content. You have like a sort of, uh, you can create your own planet. It's, 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 it's pretty cool concept actually. Uh, so mm -hmm. I'm, 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 I'm going to explore this one a little bit more because I think they have a little bit more uh, uh, functions, interesting uh, functionality than, than other uh, ICP social media that they don't have. So let's, let's see. It's still early days for that app because I think they just release it. Uh, but it's yeah, I'm, I'm I'm sort of bullish on that one. Mm -hmm. I should mention as well that we're quite soon we're going to have a public group opening up on Open Chat. Um, so we'll be starting a, a group there. And when I can get enough points on Discover, then there'll be a group on there as well. But I didn't get to five hundred yet. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, you need to work <laughs> on that. <laughs> yeah. You need to post things and you need to be active. Yeah, yeah. points. <laughs> Uh, okay, and what is your your favorite project? Magic said like maybe Mora, but um, you have something in mind, like any project that you think, oh wow, this is amazing. Uh, even if it's in the earlier stages, any project that comes to your mind, like wow, maybe this is like the next killer app on ICP or it's an island collective, but apart of yeah, that, obviously, yeah, yeah. I mean... <laughs> Uh, there's so many good ones. Like, uh, I mean, we we were part of the Supernova Hackathon last year, um, and like everything I saw during that time was was amazing. Um, ah, you remember that they had that tarot card reading uh, as a DAP? That was really cool. I enjoyed that. Um, that was amazing. That, and I think it was just made by like one guy as well, which was like yeah, uh, very impressive. Yeah, that was really cool. Um, yeah, I mean the. The DeFi stuff that's growing, I'm pretty impressed with that. I think there's a lot of space for that to still grow. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I kind of like uh, Cubetopia, uh, uh, the functionality they kind of develop uh, around the multiplayer and the, the fact you can have those your own island on a kind of, kind of similar idea to us. Mm -hmm. uh, but obviously, well, Cubetopia is for desktop, and you know the graphics are kind of like from '80s, so so this is like a little bit fun. But the functionality. I really like the functionality they did with the tokens and NFTs and things like this. It's, it's really, really impressive. It looks like they put lots of work into it. Uh, yeah, yeah, maybe you can integrate Cooptopia and the Island uh, Collective, like something like yeah. VR or whatever in the future. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it would look interesting in in VR. All those all those cubes and things. Yeah. <laughs> nice. True. Yeah. Uh, cool. okay. yeah. yeah, that's that's all. I enjoy a lot uh, talk with you guys. I'm so impressive about the things that you are doing. VR uh, always is welcome on ICP, and we need this type of projects uh, to have more visibility on the ecosystem and to bring more people on board, more people from the Web2 space and more enterprises and more developers. And yeah, uh, thank you a lot. I'm not sure maybe you want to share the last talk for the uh, Let's Talk ICP audience. Yeah, so um, I want to uh, invite people to follow us uh, and especially follow uh, the framework that we are preparing now because we, we, we'll be giving some updates on Twitter and, and, and other social media. Uh, so we're really looking for developers that are willing to use our framework and, and create uh, another island, another canister. And we, we would like to get as much people as possible that that, that 
will be willing to build those those spaces and we are willing to help as a part of our open source uh, uh, project yeah mm -hmm. will you want to um, yeah, I, yeah i would just add i mean uh it's such an amazing experience to work with Definity. like the the whole grant process has been amazing um it's such a unique organization um, and they they really believe in in uh, doing great things in the long term, and uh, yeah, that's that's fantastic. So yeah, I mean, it's it's so nice working with them, and and uh, yeah, I would encourage everyone if they don't know about it to to look into it more. Um, and yeah, come and find us. Come and find us on Twitter, on Discord. We're gonna we might be hosting some of our own AMAs on Discord. Um, the Island Collective is the name of our server there. Um, so yeah, uh, I, I look forward to meeting some of your audience. Mm -hmm. Awesome, yeah. Just to point out yeah. to add about the Definity grants uh, for someone who wants to apply, uh, they have now the community grants for uh, events, content, and entrepreneurs, um, also for influencers, and then the developer grants that is the, the, the grant that you applied before. And yeah, mm -hmm. that's, that's really cool, really good programs to grow the ecosystem and for have people. Um, committed with, with the ICP. Um, yeah, thanks a lot, Will, Magic. Uh, Thank you. It's really a pleasure talking with you. I uh, hope the best for you, for the Island Collective, for the future. I know you are have lack of time, but please continue working on that. Uh, please continue with this, uh, doing this amazing job. And yeah, see you soon. Thanks a lot. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Ho hopefully we can have another podcast uh, maybe later in, in next few months when we have another project uh, almost delivered. Definitely. We would love to, uh, <laughs> to talk about it. Great. 100%. We will okay. Excellent. That. Excellent. <laughs> Thank See you, Javier. That was, that was really a pleasure. Uh, yeah. Okay. See you soon. Thanks. See Take you. care. Bye-bye.